Hi, I'm Dr. Sabrina Black, and welcome to Mental Health Monday. This is part two of fear. Yes, fear, that fear that will cause you to freeze, take flight, and to fight. I talked about fear earlier in part one, so make sure that you scroll back through my feed and find part one so that you can learn more information about fear. But right now, what I want to talk about are just some tips and some techniques that will help you handle fear. So, of course, we shared earlier how fear is that false evidence appearing real, and sometimes it's false and sometimes it's not. But fear is also that frantic effort to avoid reality. Fear can be those excuses and reasons that we find, finding excuses and reasons, fear. But how my goal for today was to help you face everything and to rise. So I know fear can be paralyzing. However, if you face it head on, fear will leave you. Your ability to confront and act despite your fears is the key to your mental freedom. It really will make you happier. It'll allow you to be more successful because when you overcome your fears, it helps you fulfill your destiny and to walk in purpose with passion. You know, here's a good exercise for you to can do. There's something you can do to consider handling your fears. You know, just figuring out, what do I do? What do I do? So here you go. Identify a situation or a person in your life something that you're a little bit afraid of, something that's causing some fear, and then confront it immediately. Now, let me backtrack for a moment because I wanna say if you are in a domestic violence situation and the person that you're living with is the person that you're afraid of, this is not that application. If you are afraid of the person that you are living with right now, you need to get help immediately. But this is for those other fearful situations that we encounter on a regular basis, like speaking in public, like having to prepare a presentation, uh, encounters that we might have. That's the fear I'm talking about right now. So you want to identify that person or situation and go ahead and confront it immediately. You don't want to let it have control over you for another day. When you decide to face that situation, you'll be surprised at the strength and the courage that you will have. You know, we've got to begin to talk to ourselves, remind ourselves that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He's given us self-control, that control that says, you know what? I can take this. God also reminds us to fear not because he's with us and to not be dismayed because he's our God. So what are those things that you can do? And you guys know, what's my number? Eight. I know you can do three things, five things, two things. There's no magic number, but I like eight because eight gives you options. And so when I present these eight things, maybe you won't do all eight of these, but maybe you hear five and say, you know what? Oh, I can do this, 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 and this. So that's my goal. That's why I give you eight. So here you go. Eight things you can do. Number one, pray, trust God. You've got to have a verse that you recite whether it's Psalms 91, Psalms 23, Psalms 47, 43, 46, but what is your verse? You know, I constantly remind myself, God has not given me a spirit of fear. The other thing I remind myself of is that God, hallelujah, is an ever-present help in times of trouble. So when I'm going through something, I just remind myself that God is ever-present with me. So number one, pray. Number two, make the call. Now, who do I mean? Call a friend. Call somebody that loves you, that likes you, that's going to be there to support you. Somebody who's not going to mock you or minimize you because you're afraid of something. But make the call to a friend. You can also call a parent if your parents are alive. 
And for those of you whose parents may not be living, call a spiritual parent, somebody who's a mentor or a discipler. You can also call your clergy, call a prayer line. You can call a counselor. I'm listed with Psychology Today. You can reach out to me or go to my website, but pray, make the call. Then you can cling to something familiar. I'm gonna tell you, whatever I'm afraid, the thing I cling to, is the word of God. I grab my Bible. I cling to my Bible when I'm afraid or if I'm experiencing fear. Not only do I cling to my, my little comfortable Bible, but I cling to my Jewish study Bible. I cling to my spiritual formation Bible. So I have a library full of Bibles. And so when I'm afraid, I grab a book. I grab my Bible and I read the word of God from different versions, different translations, different viewpoints, different perspectives. Cling to something familiar. Other thing you can cling to, maybe you have a rosary. This is a rosary that I actually made myself. I made it when I was teaching at Ashton Theological Seminary. And I know you're thinking, a rosary? Absolutely a rosary. Because a rosary is just something to help you facilitate your prayers. And so you can do Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. But you can also do bless the Lord, all my soul, and forgetting out all his benefits. I will bless the Lord at all times. Whatever you want to say when you are reciting your scriptures, but these beads will just kind of walk you through. Can you imagine holding that many scriptures and saying that many prayers? But cling to something familiar. The other thing you can cling to is your blanket something warm and fuzzy, something that provides comfort for you. So cling to that when you're afraid, but it gives you something to hold on to. The other thing you can do, so that was number three. Number four, turn off the news. Turn off social media. The news perpetuates fear. It reminds you of everything that's wrong, everything that's not going right. Now I know we have some good news too, but right now with the coronavirus, Everything is bad news. Everything is the death counts. Everything is who said what to who and who knew what when. Turn off social media. Social media also reminds you of everything that you're not. It does all these comparisons about who has what, who's doing what, what you're not doing, what you need to be doing. It is so much pressure on social media. Turn off the news, turn off social media. That will help reduce your fears. Walk away, read a book. Now, the library behind me, this is not a prop set. This is actually my library. I've actually read all these books. And so when I'm afraid or when I'm dealing with fear, I can reach back and just grab a book off the shelf. Sometimes I even reach back and grab my own book, which is Live Right Now, because that's my goal. I want people to live right and live right now. And so just reach and grab a book. But it helps to redirect your attention. It helps to redirect that energy that you're dealing with. So pray, make the call cling to something familiar, turn off the news and social media, then turn on the light. Sometimes we're just living in the dark. And if we simply turned on the light, we wouldn't be afraid. But you know, if you close your eyes right now, you'll find you're in the dark. But the truth is, we're not talking about flipping the light switch. I'm talking about turning on the light of God, the light that's internal, the light that illuminates your understanding. And so when you turn on the light of God, every dark situation becomes bright because where God is, there is no darkness. And so you usher in the light into your situation. So when you're dealing with fear, take the light into that fearful situation. That's number five, turn on the light. Then number six, Check your self-talk. What are you telling yourself? Stop telling yourself negative things like, it won't get better. Things will never change. I can't do this. I know this is not going to work out. People are not going to like me. 
Of course they're not if you acting like that. You gotta talk in the affirmative. Tell yourself, I can't, I will, it shall. The Bible tells us in Philippians 4, 8, to think on these things, those things that are true, the things that are noble, the things that are just, the things that are pure, the things that are lovely, the things that are commendable and excellent and praiseworthy. We got to speak life to our situation. You know, and I think about the things that we tell ourselves, there are times when we just basically say, you know what, I won't do it. I don't care what nobody says. I won't do it. And when you decide you won't do it, you lock in fear. I won't. But you can move from that place to I want to, I can't. And sometimes that's truly what we're saying is that I can't. And it's not so much even that we can't. We just don't know how. But you can get help. So you can go from I won't to I can't to I don't know how to you know what? I'll try. Down to I'll do it to I can't, I did. So when you're trying to overcome fear and trying to deal with things, don't just stop with what you won't do or what you can't do because you can, you will, and you shall. Remember, speak life to your situation. Number seven. I bet some of you already know what it is. I see it on every talk. I talked about it when I talked about stress, when I talked about grief, when I talked about perfectionism. Breathe. Whew. So basic four, seven, eight especially if you're starting to feel panicky, if your palms are sweaty, if you can feel your heart racing, if you're starting to get tension in your shoulders and your back, breathe. Let's do a four, seven, eight. So you inhale four through your nose, you hold it for seven and exhale eight through your mouth. You ready? It helps if you close your eyes. So we're gonna inhale four, close our eyes, count seven, exhale eight through your mouth. You ready? When you're dealing with fearful situations, sometimes you just need to compose yourself. You just need to slow yourself down, take some deep breaths, calm down, and then go for it. Head on, speak life, tell yourself, I can, I will, I shall, because I'm thinking on these things, those things that are true, those things that are pure, those things that are lovely, commendable. That's what you're going to do. And so breathe, four, seven, eight. And then number eight, hold something you love, something that you can actually hug and squeeze, because we know perfect love casts out fear. So maybe you can hold a baby or hold a little child. You can even hold a spouse if it's a spouse that's not cantankerous or contentious. But a spouse is a good thing to hold. You can hold a pet, a pet cat or a dog. So here, here's my little, my little pet doggy. And of course, he's not real. You can hold your teddy bear, but hold on to something, something that you can love, something that you can hug, because that will calm you down and help reduce fear. Now, I want to tell you a couple of extra things here. So that was our basic eight. But when you're dealing with children, here are four other things that children can also deal with because children also have their own set of fears. You know, it used to be that children were afraid of the boogeyman. You know, he was hiding under the bed or possibly in the closet. But children got this sense now, even with COVID, that COVID is everywhere. It's better than the boogeyman. But our children need to learn that only God is omnipresent. Only God is omniscient. Only God is omnipotent. God is the only person that is everywhere. The coronavirus may be a lot of places, but only God is everywhere. Only God is all-knowing, and only God is all-powerful. He has unlimited power to do everything and anything. So things you can have children do, four things. One, they can draw a picture of their fear. 
Maybe it's a fear of getting hurt, a fear of somebody dying. Maybe it's even a picture of a coronavirus. The, the, the COVID-19, they can draw that. Got to get some crayons and some paints. Number two, they can draw a picture of them beating the virus like in a comic strip. Bam, bow, zip, wow. <laughs> Number three, they can tell a story about the virus and they could be the hero of the story. They can be the one that helps save the nation, save the country, save their family. Another great thing to do with children. Number four, read the Psalms. Read Psalms 91, Psalms 46 out loud and have them pick out key words and phrases like God is our refuge and our strength. God is an ever-present help in trouble. I will not have any fear. I can dwell in the shelter of the Almighty. I can rest under his wings. God is my refuge and my fortress. Our children need to learn the word of God. They need to know that surely he will protect us. He will keep us. So when it comes to fear, when it comes to worry, when it comes to anxiety, fret not yourself. Don't work yourself up. We create a lot of the anxiety and tensions that we feel simply because we do not capture our thoughts right away. Don't spiral down. Don't go down that what if trail. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Put your trust in God. Has he not commanded you to be strong and courageous, to not be afraid, to not be discouraged because the Lord is your God. He's gonna go with you wherever you go. So don't be anxious in anything, not in any situation. God is faithful. And you know that because God has proved himself over and over again. So I told you that the goal for today was to help you face your fears, to explore your fears, to accept it and to rise above it. Fear, we can change what that acronym stands for. F-E-A-R, fear. Finally engaged and accepting responsibilities for our lives. Feeling excited and ready to move ahead. And I hope that you are. I hope that you're ready to move ahead. So thanks so much for tuning in, for listening. I pray this has been a blessing for you. And I hope that you've heard something that will help you, your family, your friends. So remember to like this, to share this, and make sure you go back and scroll through and find part one, where I talk about identifying different types of fears. And again, I'm Dr. Sabrina Black, and this is Mental Health Monday. If you need help right now, go to the website www.drsabrinablack.com. That's drsabrinablack.com. And make sure you come back next Monday for more tips and tools for Mental Health Monday. My voice was giving way, so I want to make sure I say that again. Make sure you got it again, drsabrinablack.com. That's the website. You can also find me on Psychology Today. And I'm really hoping that this is helping you. If there are topics that you want to hear about, let me know, because I'm going to be doing this every Monday for days to come. Again, Dr. Sabrina Black, Mental Health Monday.